Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So to me, this is one of the great stories of the day. Oh, by the way, did you see that a, uh, I don't follow women's figure skating? I barely follow it when the Olympics are on and the rest of the time I don't at all. Neither do you, but. Uh, one of our skaters landed the first ever quad axle in a competition. Oh, that's a lot of axles. Four spins? Four complete revolutions. Well, how high do you kinda... gotta how high do you gotta jump to do that? Fifteen feet in the air. It's the minimum. <laughs> I don't know. Could I can I do a complete rotation? Well, you just, Without the reason falling I made... down. Let me try it right here. The reason, oh Lord, right this is going to end right. badly. This is such a terrible idea. Stand clear, everybody. Make sure I got enough space here. I'm going to try to do a complete. This is pitch. really a bad idea. I'll call an ambulance. <laughs> I got to wow. swing my arms to get it to happen. No, jeez, don't do this. Almost uh, two thirds, three quarters ish. That was a, that, that was a, not bad for a man of your age and girth. That was a th- <laughs> that was a three hundred. It wasn't a three sixty. Yeah. So the reason I made skeptical noises is I've actually looked at the little charts, and you get a, you get credit for a revolution when you're kind of like spinning and jumping into it. Oh, that made me ill. I'm just glad there's no bones sticking out. I'm very limber. So uh, I love this political story. Just absolutely love it. The governor of Florida has joined the the parade of uh, of of of. of 
of just the wonder of sending illegals to sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. It's just it's just mm-hmm. so awesome. It's been happening out of Texas. Now, the left-wing media is acting like it's just a political stunt because Governor DeSantis wants to get uh, on TV just like the governor of Texas because they're rivals to be the 2024 nominee, blah, blah, blah. Maybe. No, it's, it couldn't possibly be because it's clearly the right thing. Well, it, it, you know, that, that, that might be. DeSantis might have seen that in Texas, thought, wow, that is awesome. That is really good. Mm-hmm. I should do that, too. Uh, that's fine. Kill two birds with one stone. But DeSantis said just a little bit ago, all those people in D.C., in New York, were beating their chests when Trump was president, saying they were so proud to be sanctuary jurisdictions. They all of a sudden go berserk, and they're so upset that this is happening. Their virtue signaling is a fraud. I love that. Because well said. Because 50 illegal immigrants showed up in Martha's Vineyard last night. One of the knocks on that is, I just love this article from NPR. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> Um, migrants are staying at a church shelter while local authorities and nonprofit organizations figure out what's going to happen next. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough situation when a whole bunch of people just show up out of nowhere and you got to figure out what to do next. Uh, somebody who runs a homeless shelter said, we need everything from beds to food to clothing to toothbrushes, toothpaste, blankets, sheets. I mean, we had some of it. We, we didn't have... We didn't have everything that we needed. Yeah, it's been that way for decades in lots of towns closer to the border where a whole bunch of people show up all of a sudden. And then the, I love this people, the, or this part from NPR. Most of the arrivals spoke little or no English. And Spanish-speaking high school students were pressed into services interpreters. Wow, so it's difficult to deal with a whole bunch of people who show up who've got nothing. They're, they're basically homeless, and you don't speak their language. Oh, and their kids want to go to your school, and they show up in the emergency room, and you got to take care of them, and you don't have anybody who speaks Spanish. And add to that, like that city councilwoman in Washington, D.C., who said, the federal government isn't helping us. A uh, NPR, Alphabet Networks, New York Times. Put aside any possible political motivation that Ron DeSantis might have or or the governor of Texas, uh, Greg Abbott, or, or anybody else. Answer me this. Does this illustrate beautifully the crisis that the border towns and communities have been enduring because of open border policies for years and years and years? And does it awaken other Americans all across the country to the incredible challenges of the influx of millions of immigrants? The answer is 100% clearly, indisputably yes to all of those questions. What I would like to hear anybody say ever is, I really understand now what the people of pick a town near the border, what the people of, you know, uh, name this town Texas or Arizona or New Mexico have uh, have dealt with and how charitable they have been in accepting these people into their communities and their schools and their emergency rooms and dealing with it because it takes a lot of work and a lot of money. That's what I'd like to hear out of Martha's Vineyard or any of these other places. Yeah. Because, yep. yeah, all these cities have absorbed this and figured out a way to make it work. And it's tough when all of a sudden you got people that don't speak any English in your classroom. And you have to get teachers that speak that language and slows down learning for your kid. It's hard. It's really, really hard. And that's expensive to get all those bilingual people in English as the second language classes going in. As I said earlier, you have to eliminate programs for gifted kids. You have to eliminate sports. You have to eliminate extra help for the kids who are falling behind. Yeah. So it's funny how this is all kind of falling together like a patchwork. That aspect of it. And this is really expensive to feed all these people and... 
What about these children? And then you got the Washington, D.C. gal. Federal government's not doing anything. You all are starting to get it. As we've said, the two slogans, the two brilliant slogans ought to be on the sides of the buses. Number one, it's your turn. Or accept your fair share. Yep. Uh, how about you, uh, you, you You accept your fair share of illegal immigrants? We're going to spread the love. The left is always talking about paying your fair share, always fairness. What's fair? Texas has to feed, clothe, house, and medicate everybody? Or are you taking your fair share? So we heard from this Massachusetts state rep who called Ron DeSantis a coward for doing this. I don't quite understand the logic of that complaint, but it gets even Stronger with the rhetoric, here is documentary filmmaker Ken Burns. We woke up to the news this morning that Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida sent two plane loads of migrants uh, to Martha's Vineyard off the coast of Massachusetts, including kids and whatnot. And I'm not saying this is not a one-for-one. This is not a parallel here in any way. But it does address some of the same themes that are part of this documentary. Well, it's the abstraction of human life. It's basically saying that you can use a human life that is as valuable as yours or mine or Lynn's and to put it in a position of becoming a political pawn in somebody's authoritarian game. This is the uh, coming straight out of the authoritarian playbook. And what we find in all our films is that the themes that we engage in the past are present today. And so when you look at the story that we're telling of the U.S. and the Holocaust, you understand that the time to save a democracy is before it's lost. We promise you. Was, oh, that's some dramatic stuff. I was going to mention, so Ken Burns has got a new documentary out that's supposed to be really great. It's about how the Holocaust was going on during World War II and what we knew and, and, and who knew what at what time and ignored it and all that sort of stuff here in the United States, which well, sounds very interesting. Um, and some of the reviews have been great. So, you know, he's there to promote his new documentary that comes out this weekend, I think. And he ties in this somehow. It's an authoritarian move using these people as pawns to make a political point. Well, that is, mm. you know, that's true. Uh, they are being used to make a political point, but it's a completely valid point. And according to the reporting from Bill Malusion of Fox, they, they're, they're, they're asked where they want to go, told where they want to go. So, I don't understand the downside. It's not like being sent to a death camp. As well, I was, just gonna, I was just going to say, Ken, Ken Burns, we've talked on a number of occasions. You're a, you're a thoroughly enjoyable fellow, and I would, I would love to think we could be friends. Stop dyeing your hair. It's starting to get a little ridiculous. Oh, it's going to be harder to be friends now, isn't it? Wow, Jack, you're not going to be in our friend group. Anyway, <laughs> Ken, I would suggest that though you have eloquently, as usual, suggested there was some sort of common thread between uh, Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis's quote-unquote stunts and using people as political pawns. On the one hand, let's see, the Jews were packed into rail cars shipped to concentration camps. They were starved, tortured, and killed. These people were flown to Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) Other than that, you're making a great point. Wow. Holy crap. Come on. You're smarter than that. And while Martha's Vineyard, I'm sure, does not have the infrastructure 
to deal with this because they haven't had to. They certainly have the tax base to deal with it, as opposed to a lot of these little rural towns in the middle of nowhere near the border who've been finding a way to deal with that. With, you know, what is the average income the, the, the supporting the tax base in name your little town, New Mexico versus Martha's Vineyard. Right. Right. And listen to the whining. This is hard. We're not sure what resources to use. They don't speak English. Uh, That's where are they supposed one. to stay? That's my favorite one. They don't. The people don't speak English and they've had to find interpreters. Yeah. Yeah. That's something, isn't it? I I can't even believe they're saying it out loud. I would be too embarrassed if I were them to say out loud, these people don't speak English, and we don't have enough interpreters. Have you no shame? Or or no intelligence? Wow, that is something. In another wrinkle of this story, Michael, do you have our favorite Kamala Harris clip from uh, this week, Candy? Would you call the border secure? The border is secure. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. All right. So in another one of those cold-hearted stunts that's practically the Holocaust, uh, they dropped off a couple of busloads outside of Kamala Harris's house, her uh, residence there at the... Uh, in D.C. at the Naval, whatever the heck it's called, a Naval Observatory. Um that is, I, I grant you, a little stunty, but given her horrifically dishonest screed there to Chuck Todd, and, you know, we were focusing on the the dishonesty, but the stupidity of it when we first aired it, but, I mean, given the fact that it is actually a humanitarian crisis on the border, and you have people dying by the hundreds trying to come across the border because they've been told it's open and they'll get in, and you know what? It is open and they will get in. Um but given the human cost and the seriousness of this as an issue, that horrific dishonesty really deserved to be outed. So, yeah, they dropped off a couple of busloads outside her house, said, yeah, the border ain't so secure, uh, sweetheart. Not really. Well, the, the, the human cost on the American citizen side, too. These towns that are just getting overwhelmed, you can't, you can't teach the kids, you can't handle it at the hospital. That's horrible. You're Rampant a... crime, the cartels running amok, distributing drugs, etc. And what logic tells you that American citizen has to deal with that and somehow find a way to survive, but the people of Martha's Vineyard don't? Or Washington, D.C., or Chicago, or San Francisco, or wherever. Yeah. You know, it's a bit longer a travel uh, from Texas to San Francisco, but can you imagine? I mean that would that would be borderline cruel yeah, because San yeah. Francisco is so dysfunctional yeah, 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 already. Yeah, yeah, these illegal immigrants from Venezuela are going to get off the bus and say, "I'm going back to Venezuela." Get back on the bus, or why did you take me back to Venezuela? That's probably right. what they'll say. <laughs> Boy, and the list of that cities is uh, long in California. Isn't that something? Uh, I, with all of my loving this, think it'd be too much to bring them to Sacramento. That's not fair. It would bring too, be too much to bring them to San Francisco or turn them loose in L.A. I mean, what could be crueler than turning those poor people loose in L.A.? And I'm sincere, my friends, yeah. in saying that. What does that say? I don't know if you're looking to buy a house. Got some mortgage interest rate news for you, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Meanwhile today, guys, President Biden visited the Detroit Auto Show, and uh, when he was delivering remarks, he made sure to keep the audience on their toes. <laughs> Watch and listen to this. Guess what? First year in office, we reduced the deficit by $350 billion. Wow, okay, all right, yeah. You can tell he's at an auto show. Biden went from zero to 60 in five seconds. Like, guess, guess what? Guess what? $350 billion. Okay, okay. God, that's so creepy when he does that. Uh, I was thinking about it yesterday. I was thinking maybe it's uh, pretty clever. I mean, it, it, it gets a lot of attention, and then so whatever he was saying gets played a lot, which is the point. You want to get that message out there. So I don't know. I suppose. It might be clever. That's a good point, Jack. We got I'm a, glad you said that. We got this text. John and Ken wouldn't wreck their cars in their own garage. thought that was an interesting <laughs> shot at uh, radio host they're not really competitors of ours, but they do a no. different show and everything like that. And I, uh, I uh, wrecked my own car in my own garage this morning. So uh, I keep I, I keep forgetting that briefly. But thankfully, the text line exists to remind me. <laughs> and when I walk out to my car, I'll be reminded. Oh yeah, I get to pay for, and even worse than that, go through the hassle of getting that fixed, which is yeah. worse than the money, really. But, yeah, yeah. Speaking of money. Mortgage rates passed 6% for the first time since 2008. I didn't realize that this land of ridiculously low mortgage interest rates all came out of the housing crisis, and they never went back up again. And 6% is historically quite low. I mean, not that long ago, you'd have been please, you would have refinanced to get a 6% rate. You'd have been so happy. Sure. Um. But but we may never see those low numbers ever again. Uh, they are double now what they were a year ago. 3% a year ago, 6% today. Moving up. Well, I think any fair analysis would say we shouldn't have seen those numbers that we did. President after president, because we give credit to the president for the economy when it's good and blame them when it's bad, way out of proportion. Um they were insisting to the Fed, don't raise rates, don't raise them at all. You're trying to sabotage me. Let's have a roaring economy. Man, it got you, us to this inflation. If you got locked in to a 30-year rate, you know, 1.5% or 2 or whatever, God dang it, hang on to that. Well, and people will, which is expected to really reduce the inventory of, of houses available going forward because you can't afford to move from your 2.85% mortgage to, you know, a nicer house or bigger house or a house out in the suburbs or whatever with a 6% mortgage. It just, just doesn't make any sense. You can't trade up. Right. Until you're like retirement age, you're generally going up in the quality of your home if you buy a different home, right? Until you decide to downsize. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, no, you can't do that now. For the same money, you could go to half as big a house. <laughs> I probably don't well, want right. to do that. And if I'm a retiree and I'm thinking it's time to downsize, let's get half a biggest pl- half as big a place with the same payment. I'm thinking no. Why would no I do way. that? Right? Yeah. Exactly. Huh? It'll be interesting to see what this does to everything. So there are new developments on the story of the chess master who allegedly cheated using a device that was um, up him. No, how, how well sourced is this story? Is this just like tabloid crap or? Well, I haven't wielded the speculum myself, but that's what is alleged. Oh my. God, I wish you hadn't said that. Armstrong. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Biden would fly people in the middle of the night, dump them all across this country. There was no warning on any of this. They're doing it and they're farming people out all around. That's an excellent point. How did this get left out of the conversation? How did that escape me? Yeah, we've been talking about this forever. That was Ron DeSantis there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida. Yeah, who's being criticized by all the mainstream media and many on the left today for having flown some illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard overnight. Yeah. Can I be next? Seriously, it's still probably pretty warm there, right? Fly me to Martha's Vineyard, for God's sake. Well, they're using them as pawns, as the whole, well, that's not Christian thing is, you know, obviously stupid. And the whole, uh, what was the other argument that, uh, well, it's unfair to these people. There's obviously no truth to that. They've gone with, 
uh, they're using them as pawns. So yeah, well, they're also making clear the absolute, you know, uh, ineffectiveness and vacancy of the federal immigration policy. It's it's MIA. And remember, this has been a heck of a crisis this past year. We've set record numbers of people coming across the border. But at one point, the administration was flying plane loads of illegals to various parts of the country and dumping them off and like doing it in the dead of night and not talking about it publicly. And so that's okay. Wow, this is really being lost on the mainstream media. Yeah, the hypocrisy and inconsistency is just, it's enormous. It's unbelievable. Uh, I had one final note on that. God dang it, I would love to see Ron DeSantis debate Joe Biden on this, on stage. Whoa, that'd be great. Well, Batahata Kifkar isn't going to run. Okay, but, well then oh, whoever. Please, DeSantis would whoop him one up one side and down the other. Well, even more than that, um, and you're not getting into the personalities, I just think all the facts, in terms of American opinion, public opinion, I think the facts are on DeSantis' side. Well, and I've got to, I, I got to tell you, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take off my mask. <laughs> Ron DeSantis is many of Trump's best qualities and best policies, and not the negative ones. He's crazy smart. He's a great researcher. He's curious. He's hardworking. Ron DeSantis is a rock star candidate, at least at this point. Because until you go through the crucible running for president, you're never really sure. But he bears all the hallmarks of a number one draft pick. Okay? Take a look at Ron DeSantis if you're still fixated on the orange one. Okay? Having said that. Jack, I was brought up to compete fairly, to compete hard, but uh, within the, the bounds of the rules. Sportsmanship, very important in my family. My dad was often my baseball coach, and he was a stickler for sportsmanship. I'm not that big a chess fan, but I hate a cheater. How this do you is, cheat at chess anyway? Well, that's the essence of this story. Brought this up earlier, but there are new developments, including Elon Musk's comment on the story. Of all the scandals that have rocked the world of elite chess in recent years, this right. might be the most notable and bizarre. I missed those, but... Uh... <laughs> the rumors that a 19-year-old grandmaster used artificial intelligence and... Mm, I really... Um, I'm uncomfortable with the actual term for the device he's alleged to have used. Can we just call them vibrating hiney beads? All right, let's put that aside for just a second. Um, well, no, you don't put them aside. You put them inside. You're misunderstanding how they so work. I happen to know that the current world chess number one is Magnus Carlsen because I actually kind of follow chess a little bit, and I always have yeah. since I was a little kid. Like, I remember when Gary Kasparov was the guy, and, uh, you know, I don't know why I'm always into chess, but the, the, the current top guy just got the coolest name ever. Magnus Carlsen. And, and he well, dresses cool and wears sunglasses all the time. Well, this 19-year-old from San Francisco, Hans Niemann, beat Carlson last week. Wow. And chess fans are speculating that an accomplice watching the match uh, in St. Louis used a chess program to determine the perfect move, then sent encoded instructions via the vibrating HBs. 
So he had a vibrating device up inside him that they could, like, you Allegedly. Know, tickle his prostate if you need to move your rook or something oh, like that. Boy. Oh, boy. Or one buzz for left, two buzzes for right. I don't know how it worked. I'm not good at chess. And, frankly, I've not spent a lot of time thinking about how one might instruct someone in chess through their hind end. So I don't know. Uh, Neiman has vehemently denied cheating on this occasion. Critics note that his rating, his ELO rating, is, is, or is it his ELO rating, which is based on how well he can sing, you know, Turn to Stone and the other, their other great hits <laughs> of the 70s. Uh, no, his ELO rating, which gauges the strength of chess players, shot up an unprecedented amount in recent days. Further, he admitted cheating during an online game when he was 12 years old. I'm not sure what you do as a 12-year-old proves anything at all. You cheated an online chess when you were 12. All right. How he cheated was one of his friends brought over an iPad loaded with a chess engine program that offered the most likely route to win. That person was off camera in this online tournament. Um, And so he's admitted to that. Okay. Uh, And he was probably playing at a pretty high competitive level even as a 12-year-old. So that's, that's that's real cheating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But but who, so, who unearthed this? I mean, how did this come to light? There where the sun don't shine. Um, I'm not sure precisely. That's a heck of a claim. Did Carlson come up with this? You know why I lost? He's got a vibrating <laughs> uh, chess indicator up inside him. What? No, I'm sure of it. Let's see. Um, uh, d- 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 Magnus uh, Carlson walked out of the sin, the, the, what do you call it, cup after he was beaten in the third round, prompting online speculation that he suspected foul play. Um, so he, he stomped out. Magnus would never withdraw from a tournament in a million years, said this other chess champion. Uh, he just doesn't do that. He's the ultimate competitor. He's a world champion. He wouldn't do this unless he strongly believes Hans is cheating with a very strong conviction. So Magnus stomped out. The other guy kind of walked funny with his feet <laughs> like this. It was so bizarre. <laughs> and so grotesque. <laughs> so grotesque. Um, I'm looking for the... What was the origin of this particular theory? I mean, this is a long article. Too long. <laughs> Nobody cares this much. Um, <laughs> no, no. Goes into the history of cheating at chess. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, and I would not read this were this not one of the great scientific geniuses of our time or any other who happens to be the richest man on earth. In a since-deleted tweet, Elon Musk tweeted an adapted version of a quote by the philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer, writing, quote, Talent hits... <laughs> oh, I'm never going to get through this. <sighs> I am not going to get through this. This is our wackiest, richest person ever. Oh, beyond compare. Yeah, yeah. Talent hits a target no one else can hit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Child. I'm going to try to get through this. Talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one else can see because it's in your butt. <laughs> Elon 
Musk if you need him. <laughs> and he deleted that tweet, so he woke up at some point and thought, I shouldn't have tweeted that. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who knows? Maybe the 19-year-old chess master reached out to him or something. Because um, it's in your butt. <laughs> now you know why I can hardly get through that. Oh, that's, that's funny. The, that's the greatest scientific genius of our time with that blast. <laughs> Uh, I like that quote, though. Talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one else can see. And then that unfortunate post-text, right, which will not be repeated on this show, sir. So was the guy, like, he'd be sitting there staring at the chessboard, and then all of a sudden he'd go, what? (laughs) And then move his uh, queen over one spot? Everybody keeps thinking, was that my phone? That no! what, was, what was that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Little too much. <laughs> Easy, I got it, I got it. <laughs> I heard you the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but again, the young man denies it vehemently. Okay, well then. Uh, we'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. This past startling week, a tale of two nations and a gulf in enthusiasm for the fight. Moscow's manpower crisis so acute, this video is apparently from a Russian prison, allegedly showing the man called Putin's chef, Evgeny Prigozhin, personally recruiting convicts for the front line. He tells prisoners that war is hard, they can't desert, get taken prisoner, drink, take drugs or have sex with flora, fauna, men or women in the fight. An undesirable message to an undesirable crowd. Yeah, so you're threatening prisoners uh, to get them to fight in your war. That's against the backdrop of what happened yesterday with President Zelensky visiting that one liberated town. And I don't know if you saw this video, but it was like straight out of a movie. It was it was powerful. Him pinning medals on those soldiers' chests who had just fought for their lives um, and, and saluting them and everything like that. It's just a freaking amazing uh, compared to what they're doing in Russia, going into prisons and threatening them with death if you don't, you know, go and fight. Uh, which leads me to this article in the Business Insider today. The war in Ukraine has decimated the Russian military that Putin spent years building, raising questions about his grip on power, Russian experts and military analysts told the Insider. After 20 years of building up a military that he believed was the most powerful on Earth, um, it has absolutely been decimated and it will take years to be rebuilt if it ever can be, according to the people they're interviewing for the Business Insider. Which, yeah, well, that falls in with the uh, you know a number of sources we've heard from. So uh, Zelensky yesterday, after standing there with his hand over his heart, listening to the Ukrainian anthem as they raised the flag back up over that town, um, vowed that they were going to take back every square inch of Ukraine, and I think he means it. And polling that Ian Bremmer has been tweeting out from Ukraine shows there's ninety some percent of the population agrees with that. They're willing to suffer any hardship, at least right now. To move forward. And we talked about this earlier. I, th- I think what makes sense is Zelensky's thinking, if we stop, they're just coming back again later. This is mm-hmm. our best shot. We got the world on our side. He's on the ropes. And also this from Nancy Pelosi today, the California uh, Democrat announced, um, uh, quote, U.S. efforts to support Kiev and reaffirm that our shared and unwavering commitment to the Ukrainian people when it will endure until the victory is won. So that's a pretty good thing to hear if you're President Zelensky from the number three in the United States. Mm-hmm. Unwavering until victory is won. My question continues to be, is that uh, 100% sincere, uh, both of those statements, or is it pegging the, the negotiations? Is Zelensky serious about taking back Crimea? Crimea? Is he serious about taking back uh, those uh, Donbass Uh, region areas that the little green men invaded back in 2014, if you remember that. What gets interesting to me is, and I could fully believe that he is 100% serious for the reasons I just laid out, um, is, is the Pentagon serious? Is Biden serious? And then what happens if at some point Blinken or Austin or whoever talks to Zelensky and says, okay, now's the time. I think now's the time to get the best deal. And Zelensky says, no, 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 no deals. No deals. We're going forward. And we say, well, we're not. We're not interested in supporting you with that effort. What happens then? I don't know. 
But that that very I think that might be the most likely scenario. Zelensky wants yeah. to go further and we say no, we're we're done. That's enough. Yeah, I suppose. Um I hope not. I think it's more likely we'd say, "Hey, we think now's a great time to go to the negotiating table." He'd say, "No, no, we're going to go forward." And we'll say, "Well, good luck. Okay." And we'll probably keep furnishing him with arms, but I, I think don't know. Can, I think you can make a good argument for 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 pushing Russia completely out of there because because that is has been his history. Now, hopefully, Putin's. But yeah, that has been Putin's yeah. history. Is you know he just regroups and goes again, takes more, as they say with uh, dictators who have done this. Their appetite grows with the eating. Mm-hmm. Mine too. Um, yeah, and where is Europe in all this? Uh, after their chilly, chilly winter of uh, huddling together for warmth, how are they going to feel about uh, uh, either uh, Zelensky going to the bargaining table or fighting on? According to Ian Bremmer, it's unwavering support also. That's that's his belief. Well, and he's pe- paid to know. Yeah. I hope he's right. I hope so too. Yeah, I hope it you know ends sooner rather than later because people are dying and and being maimed and the rest of it. So, a lot of wars end in routes because you know once the the losing side realizes, oh, we're screwed, it's over, it collapses fast. I hope that's close to where we are. Yeah, I wish there was some way. I don't know. Maybe Mike Lyons knows about this or Jeff McCausland, one of our military analysts. What's the quality of the troops, the Russian troops in various parts of Ukraine? Are they are the good guys, are the really effective fighters concentrated in Mariupol, for instance, or Crimea? I'm just wondering. There's a place where I can go and share my final thoughts with Jack and Joe. With Jack and Joe. All right. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo, our technical director, kicking it off. Michael, final thought? Yeah, Detroit had the auto show. and they, Here's a quick joke about the new Ferrari. Uh, some, uh, some more business news. Ferrari just unveiled its first ever four-door car. Mm. Yeah, right now, people who own Ferraris are like, oh, if I only had three friends. That's interesting. An interesting shot. That is an odd shot. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, final thought? Mm, he's he's doing that thing where he's stuck in a box with his hands. He's yeah, trying to mime, mime it to us. It's a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, where you try to act out a phrase. Now he's walking against the wind. Another good one. Here's my final thought. My favorite political stunt of all time is this busing illegals to Martha's Vineyard and Kamala's house in Chicago and New York. Oh, you're using them as pawns! With all that crap sanctuary city BS for all these years when you had zero skin in the game. Ah, uh, my final thought is, I was trying to think of the word charades. Uh, my final thought is, uh, I had a big breakfast this morning. <laughs> and I really, really enjoyed it. But it gave me the food coma for the first hour of the show. Oh, yeah. Would What's you the perfect amount of food? Would you well, I had um, some leftover, like, fajitas from mm-hmm. our favorite Mexican place, and I put a couple of fried eggs on Oh, them. wow. Yeah, buddy. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday.
I don't think I'll be full until tomorrow, uh, or uh, hungry until tomorrow, rather. Uh, so many people, thanks for a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We've got a lot of great clicks for you, uh, hot links. You can get some A&G swag, grab yourself a T-shirt, would you? Uh, email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Plus, we have links to grab the podcasts if you missed part of the show. I'm going to try not to hit the garage on the way in like I did on the way out this morning. God bless America. I'm strong and getty. We take what's happening very seriously. No! Do you understand? I cannot understand the word you're saying. Come on. I do think it risks escalating tensions. Well, don't smoke crack. That's ludicrous. Right. And so grotesque. So let's go out with a bang. God dang it! Damn it! Son of a... God dang it! Crap! On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 